0: Come on everybody, it's the inside trip So crack a high life and take a sip On that T-I-T, get up and scream And you can spell it backwards, you know what I mean Your boy Brando in the house tonight Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight When Ben Watson gets on the mic You better get ready cause he brings the hype It's about that time, you already know That nasty trip, this nasty flow The inside trip, that
1: is the show Don't wind up on your back bro. Uh what's up wrestling fans? We are back the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you tonight with episode number 67. As always, my name is Brandon Olinger You can call me Brando and joined with me is my main partner, my number one man, number one wrestling fan man, Ben "The Law" Watson. What up, Ben?
0: Ah, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Para 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 para. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Come on now. You done?
0: Yeah. I got a little excited, man. Wrestling <laughs> is back, baby.
1: How you doing, my man?
0: Dude, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I couldn't be better. College wrestling is back. As much as I love international wrestling, which we do, right? We love our world team going over there, just taking some medals, taking names. You know, Adam Kuhn going Greco bombs. It's just nice to sit back and watch West Virginia and Northern Colorado battle it out.
1: First duel of the year, baby <laughs> You're right, I'm pumped I'm so happy college wrestling is back And we got all kinds of college wrestling going on We got the men's, we got all divisions We got the women's kicking things off We had the All-Star Classic this oh, weekend yeah. Some open tournaments, dual meets You're right, it's back
0: It's already it's back. It's back. already overwhelming It's already like I, know, I, can, right? it's like I can't keep up <laughs> I don't want it, I want like one match I mean, that's, I, that's not true, but I want to be able to watch it all But you can't, but I tell you what What's really cool though is like and i know we're getting into it we're diving right off the deep end right away is is it is cool that like i sat here and i was and normally i might not tune into west virginia northern colorado if it's mid season and there's a bunch going on but i made it a point to block my schedule to watch that duel and to watch um wisconsin buffalo because i was like
1: it's you have back. to it's back it's opening day yeah, it's like it opening is. day
0: it is it was really cool man shout out to nick uh he's from ohio i can't i don't know how to say his last name Kasuus, Kasuus, Maybe uh, He had the first victory Of the Division 1 um, season With a nice vi- victory um, Over Flanagan From Northern Colorado 7-6 to six. He's looking solid He's got the beard rocking I think he was a three time Finalist for Ohio
1: From Brunswick Nice Shout out to Nick Nice Little Ohio boy Getting that first W I like right, it baby. All Right baby Alright let's take care Of the business And then why don't we Just spend some time Talking about the wrestling Let's do that As I said It was the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast Catch us on Twitter At the Inside Trip 1 Find our Facebook page, The Inside Trip, like it, follow it, all that good stuff. Find our podcast, pretty much anywhere you want to find it. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, all that good stuff. Go out there, find it, subscribe, download, maybe even give us a little rate and a review. We love them rating reviews, though, don't we? We do, we do. Even the bad ones. <laughs> Those are my favorite even ones. The, even the two-star reviews. Yeah, even
0: the ones where I'm like, <laughs> did you see uh, um, Sean Andrews from, uh, uh, he's a Marysville head coach. Marysville is a really good uh High school wrestling program in Ohio um, Out of Central Ohio He said if we didn't get back to our regular schedule He's going to give us a three star
1: <laughs> Alright Sean we're back baby Alright speaking of being back let's. Uh, well, last time we did a podcast about two weeks ago um, We dropped it Pretty much when the men's freestyle Was completed at the World Championships Minus a couple of matches Obviously uh-uh. the one we all were So Pumped and geeked to watch. Waited yeah. all year. The world was on the edge of their seats. Snyder, Sadulayev. A little bit of a premature ejaculatory experience, if I do say so myself. I, I tell you what, as a man who's been there before, <laughs> both in wrestling
0: and in life. Um. Yeah. Okay. So we we you know we, we talked it up. We, we did. We about the, We talked about worlds. You know. We'd known at that point in time that Russia was going to. Um, win the world championship So we said, hey, we still got a battle going on And we, know this, we noticed that Sajalev looked great Snyder looked fine I mean, he looked, like, amazing But as a person But, you know, he wasn't scoring as many points as, you know, Sajalev was Let's just put it that
1: way And I, I don't think too many people really do at that division If you really think about it Well, Snyder doesn't Sna- have, Snyder Snyder doesn't have much grinder. on top no, he's a grinder anyway. Right. You know?
0: It's it's hard. I mean, his tech falls come from takedowns, takedowns, takedowns. He's not turning a bunch of people. Saddley's over there just gutting people. So we said, all right. But, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. We both picked Snyder. Our our, our heads were with maybe Saddley. I. I think we both kind of said that.
1: I was nervous about the yeah, match. Yeah,
0: but our hearts were with Snyder. And certainly Snyder could have won. And Snyder goes out there and, uh, I tell you what, I, I mean— the, my biggest The thing I'm most bummed about Is we didn't get to see him battle 100%, I said that afterwards 100%. I don't care who won or lost At the end of the day And maybe I'm saying that now Because Snyder
1: Well we obviously We play. root for Snyder But right. we just wanted to see a battle Right and Like last year
0: Yeah to see the You know Sad get in on that little That single leg And then I thinking, mean, I think that I don't know if he went out there Thinking I'm gonna hit this move But I know You know he's practiced it right Obviously he hit it too flawlessly Not to practice it But I think he I think what Snyder kind of He baited him he said, all right, Snyder's adjusting to just throw his hips down. I'm going to wait for him to drape that arm. And as soon as he draped that arm, he locked it up.
1: I don't know. If, no, I mean, I I don't really disagree with anything you said there. I, I And I, know, I don't know if he baited him or what, but I will say this. I think in the 40 seconds, taking away the obvious, Sadulayev completely out-wrestled and out-tacked him in, in that situation. Think of last year when they wrestled. Sadulayev would get on those shots and get just – Flattened out pancake Towards the end of the match He was definitely getting that Yeah You know getting worn out He takes that single leg shot This time Immediately gets his butt in the air Fighting for position Gets his
0: hips in Winning
1: the position And then I I don't know Did Snyder get Did he get a little greedy Thinking he was going to do something And start let those Both of those arms hang
0: I don't know if he was getting greedy No I think that he got comfortable He got comfortable in a position Listen to me (laughs) telling. Listen to me talking about What kind of Snyder knew about (laughs) But What it looked Please like, do coach, looked let yeah, us know What it looked like to me is that he So he hipped in, he fought it real hard And then he, he squared his hips up Right, so S- Sad gets in on a lefty single On Snyder's right leg Snyder squares up nicely actually And I'm thinking this is going to be um, One where, you know There's not going to be action, they're going to bring it back up Snyder's kind of pushing, blocking, blocking And then he goes over Sad's right arm Sad Eli's right arm to kind of Maybe not chest wrap You know Because he's not going to like Try to do a chest wrap But it kind of Hold position mm-hmm. And Sad just says And Sad cinches it up And then he puts him On his back And I tell back. you what You ain't getting up Snyder <laughs> <laughs> Snyder didn't look like Snyder didn't look like He's been on his back a lot The way he was No
1: fighting. It was so like uh, Seeing him in that position It's like a kid Seeing their dad Just vulnerable For the first time You know it's like
0: Seeing your dad naked For the first time That's gross Weird man That's disgusting I tell you what You know who needs to... All right, so this dude's in Columbus. And he has been on his back so much that I'm telling you, he can help Snyder fight off his back. Dan Vest. (laughs) The floppy vest. (laughs) Shut up. One of our boys, Danny Vest, I wrestled with him in high school, um, has his own signature move called the floppy vest. That guy, I've seen him fight off his back so many times that he could teach Snyder a thing or two. You think so?
1: Yeah. All right, we got to hook him up.
0: Anyway, though... But what do you think? I mean, you know... I guess I, it was You described it perfectly with the premature ejaculation It was.
1: It sucked not to see them battle After this big build up, man I mean, I cleared my calendar That day around that time I shut my office door Said I was going to take a call Got everything lined up And I couldn't even get comfortable in my seat And the match was over I didn't even know what to do I walked out of my office a minute and a half later They are like, that was a quick call Yeah, that was a quick
0: conference call Like I said, man and we were talking with our boy Steve Westbelt as well about this. Is, you know, win or lose, you, we talked about who is the toughest son of a bitch. And we wanted to see who it was. And we found out who it was. But we wanted to see it through just a brawl, a battle. And if, if Sagilide came out on top, I can be okay with that. And, you know, I'm obviously okay with it is what it is. But it sucked that it was over so quick that we, we didn't, we didn't even get to. Look, I mean, you wrestle that match again. It's not, that's not happening that same way. You I know, just want to know who's the I don't think it was best. a
1: fluke by any means, though. No, it wasn't, it a, wasn't fluke. a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. he put him on his back. At all. But if no, you, if you, if if you listen fluke. to some wrestling fans, see, one of the, I think, and this is just me kind of speculating here, but one of the byproducts of having these great college wrestlers that we've had lately and also having some international successes, we're bringing in new fans to different areas of the sport. So yeah. some fans who were strictly college fans are starting to pay attention to, to the freestyle, men's freestyle or whatever. And you hear some of them say, oh, that was a fluke, that was a fluke, you know, this and that. And I don't think, pe- you know, people that are new to, to men's freestyle, international or whatever, they don't realize that Sajulayev was Snyder before Snyder was Snyder. Right. You know, I mean, he was 18 years old with three gold medals He won medals three or medals in a row. Right. Three, uh, three junior, or excuse me, senior, senior, senior level medals.
0: Didn't they say, I think that he only lost once on the senior circuit, and that was when he was a junior way back in the day. Like, I think he was pretty, basically... Undefeated on the senior circuit Until Snyder beat Gotcha So You know Long story short It it was it, it stunk Because Snyder lost And You know I think the biggest stinker Was that we just didn't get to see a battle Last yeah. year it was just I agree. such a battle I agree I mean you remember We were sitting up here Watching I, that I, match
1: We have the video of Me, you, and Tommy B Dancing like a bunch of schoolgirls When that it was, was over That was awesome
0: And Even if Even if we came out on the losing end of that I, That's just what I wanted to see And we didn't get to see it So but you know what, and I think out of anybody, Snyder's going to take that and learn from it. Oh, he'll learn from and, it, and, of course. And, and I don't so much mean learn from the match, like oh, don't put yourself in a position to drape your arm. Sure, yeah, he's going to learn from that. There's not a lot you can learn from a minute With wrestling where not much happened. But I think he's going <laughs> to. Yeah, I think he's. Gonna, besides the fact that he's going to hook up with Dan Vest and learn from how to get off his back, he'll learn. I think it's going to be a motivator. I think he'll learn. You know, people were saying, man, he was talking a little bit so I was talking a little bit before that match, you know
1: Was he being a showman and trying to hype it up Or was he really He doesn't strike me as Cocky The purposely arrogant right. type guy No, and
0: I agree with you And maybe that's because we love him and he's from USA And he's a, a Buckeye But, you know, part of me's also like he, he was he was talking a little bit about Sad Jolio You know, he said, you know That, you know Chad Alive shouldn't come back up to 97 You know That's not exactly how he said it But you know You know something like that Chad I mean Chad Alive weighed in at 95 kilos ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. Well I'm pretty sure we'll probably get to see it again
0: Do You think Sad will go back up or Sad Chad Alive saying dude I did what I gotta do now I'm, I'm going back down to 92 He might go 86 for the Olympics
1: I don't understand why he wouldn't just stay at 97
0: because well, that's not his weight class. He's a ninety. He weighs ninety
1: five kilos, eating whatever the hell he wants. And he's a real champ at ninety seven kilos. I know. You're right. So I don't. I, I don't know. To be seen, right? To be seen. TBD, baby. TBD. Uh, so I apologize to anybody that's listening. I'm kind of. I'm kind of playing injured this week. I'm not feeling good. So if I sound like shit or say something stupid, it's probably because I'm not feeling very good.
0: You sound awesome.
1: And you always say great things. Oh well, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. Um, all right. So next, how about this All Star Classic? The uh, NWCA All Star Classic was held this weekend in uh, Denver, right? Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. What are your thoughts, man? I, I've I've I so many mixed emotions about this year's All Star Classic.
0: Okay, I mean, do you want to talk wrestling first, or do you, or do you want to talk about the, you know, the
1: the elephant in the room?
0: Yeah, the potential lackluster. So, so last year, as we remember, we, there was I think twenty matches, ten guys, ten me, or ten male, ten female. Guys out there If if I'm not exactly right That's just what I recall Um, I believe believe that was accurate Yeah the women
1: had a full slate Last year was the first year That the women had ever had A full slate Of all star matches And was co-headliners With the men
0: Right right I I don't know if they wrestled I think they might have wrestled At the same time If if I recall Again Dude we're talking about A a year away Regardless I think that
1: I think they wrestled Matches at the same time They had two mats And then they would Alternate mats For television purposes If I'm not mistaken I can't I can't, I can't remember, but I can't it's remember something like that. Regardless, anyway, they there f- was twenty flipping matches last yeah, year.
0: Full slate, baby, full slate. This year, you know, and last year, you know, they started to publish them It felt like earlier, maybe they they started to publish the matches a little earlier, like and putting the ba- or putting the um re- or not the recaps, but the overviews of each match out. And there were some stud matches. This year, I'm kind of seeing. I see the first one pop up. I think it was Gross versus Tariq. Yep. Which didn't end up happening, and um, we're like, okay. Here it is. I was wondering when this was gonna happen. And they start popping up matches. And remember they would pop it up, we got this guy at this weight, and then they would wait to field the other guy, and as soon as they field the other guy. And then all of a sudden it, it dude, as so much does in our life, I'm you know, all of a sudden it comes upon us and I'm looking at the calendar, I'm like, dude, this thing's like four days away.
1: Where are the rest of the matches? We
0: got six matches, I think, and two of them are one forty one. You know, I know I know Gross and Tariq were supposed to wrestle. Because certification purposes for gross uh, They couldn't wrestle at 33 Exactly they could only wrestle at 34 and a half
1: Oh really yeah oh, I didn't realize so, that. so that's why they
0: called it 41 but they, I mean They're both going 33 So anyways As the day comes down to where it's like two days away And they have the same match or they came out with a statement Saying here's our final lineup I said what the heck Is going on y- You know we, we, we don't have a full slate of men's matches Now I get the argument that well, we still got ten matches. We used to only do ten matches and it was women and men's. But still I think that you need to, in an all-star classic, field ten men's matches. Because let's be honest, that's what the fans
1: want. They probably had every intent of doing so. Well Regar- talking about re- that. I mean, I'm just just speculating. I'm just saying regardless of what's been said, they probably had every intent of fielding ten matches and unfortunately something something, whether it was one reason or multiple reasons. They were unable to do that. I mean, I, I don't even—I don't even know how else you you describe it or explain it. You can't tell me their intent the entire time was to do five and five, or else you think you'd think they would have publicized that. Would, no, I agree with you. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, you're, it wasn't their their
0: intention was not to say, "All right, we're going to have five Well, they wanted—they had six up until the the, the um, somebody got injured, I believe. Seth' growth tweaked something, is what you know I've read. But I guess my question is. Where 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 are the guys wrestling? where are the guy wrestlers?
1: Where are they where are they at, guys? I mean You think coaches are well, I mean, leery, you guys, leery of sending their guys out there now? Well I mean that's my question. Did you guys want Was it the location? Did it make for, you know, a rough travel situations since we actually started, you know men's college wrestling this weekend. There was dual meets and open tournaments maybe they had already planned to go to.
0: But I mean I know at least last year, if not the year before as well, they it was scheduled at the same time And the guys that wrestle in the All-Star Classic Don't always necessarily wrestle in their first duels And the first duels aren't your barn b- burner duels anyways um, And so I got two questions One, where are, the, where are the coaches that are saying Oh, we're trying to grow this sport We're trying to grow the sport But, you, you know, where are your guys at? Where are the top dogs wrestling? And two, guys, you know Do you really want to wrestle the toughest matches? I mean, do you want to wrestle those matches At the start of the season That actually are against... Tough opponents all, You know All-star opponents You know Are we gonna put this together Last year was great Last year was amazing Are we gonna put this together To where it actually makes sense The one thing that I've seen And you know me I go I'm a message board lurker I'm a darn message board lurker And I And I see I went to the com, And the all-star classic Has like a Nine or ten page uh, Thread Where it's like Only two, two pages of it Are based on
1: I got sucked into it you, Yeah You, you <laughs> kept talking about it and I went out there And yeah I got sucked into that Just wormhole
0: Only only two pages are based on the actual matches The rest of them are the arguments From the Penn State fans And should I say this The the, the uneducated Penn State fans for the most part Look we love our Penn State fans I mean 99% of them know A ton about wrestling They're very um, into the sport And they follow the sport But you get these few people that say well this is what happens when you, when you use the All-Star Classic for seedings at NCAAs. Because, the reason why Zahid was seeded yeah, over Mark Hall. Zahid was po- seeded over Mark Hall. And, and, and therefore, because Mark Hall lost a Zahid last year at the um, All-Star Classic. So why would, our, why would our coaches send him if it's just going to hurt their seed later on? Had nothing. I'm, One, they don't take into consideration that for seeds. Okay? At least they're not supposed to. And two, okay, there's three-part tests. Two, they didn't use that. For the seeding of Zahid over Mark Hall The RPI had Zahid over Mark Hall And three Zahid won the
1: match In NCAAs So why are you bitching? Right. So I mean look Obviously the seat, Man well wow We're really going back there now One Obviously they got the seeding right At least the top two seeds In that weight class Alright the way it played out Two um in the final RPI and coaches poll that came out last year before the NCAA brackets were released or you know, before the NCAA tournament, Zahid Valencia was number one in RPI, number one in coaches. But
0: they're going to argue okay. Mark Hall returning champ.
1: That's what they argued. All of them said Mark
0: Hall returning champ. He deserves points. You know what? Returning
1: champ gets about as many points as all- all-star win. Zero. Right. No, I, I I totally agree with you there. The only thing I could ever see it coming into play is – in the coaches ranking. The coaches know that result. Sure. They've seen that match, and maybe they're like, look, yeah, you know what? Zahid's, you know, both him and Hall are undefeated officially, but we saw Zahid beat him, you know, at the All Star Classic, so maybe they use that, they take that into consideration for their coaches ranking.
0: So you don't want to wrestle?
1: But at the end of the day,
0: they got it right. They got it right because I tell you what, Zahid whipped his butt.
1: Do you think coaches hold their guys out of the All Star because they don't want that tough early season match? They don't want to lose a ranking. They yes. don't want that in the.
0: Yeah, they, they're doing it now. And I tell you what, the Penn State fans are loving it. They're loving it saying, see, see, I, you know, I mean, Mark Hall should have been seated first because if, if if Mark Hall didn't wrestle the All-Star Classic, he would have won NCAAs. I mean, th- that, is <laughs> the, that is the <laughs> shit logic that some of these fuckers are thinking. All right. Uh, maybe I just get fired up, but, I mean, guys, you have – if you're that talented, let's go scrap. Let's scrap at the start of the season – to give an awesome event that imagine if you, it was all one twos or you know close That'd be to it. it'd be great it'd be great it's never going to happen but that it, it would gonna, be great that thing's going to sell out That's gonna, that thing's going to sell out
1: i'll give the nwca a pass you know it, it, all they can do is try to get the guys out there to wrestle the matches it, you know it takes some cooperation on the wrestlers and the coaches it's not their fault. um side as well um i think this might be probably one of the first years it's happened at least this to this extent, so I'll, you know, absolutely give him a pass this year. Uh, I'm be curious to see how next year's is run, though. Hey, how many you know, matches they get out? Hey, but speaking of the matches, shout out to
0: Tom Ryan for sending this dude out to
1: battle. Yeah, I and mean, he did battle. Oh, but man. yeah, speaking of the matches, there was matches? Let's do it. The, you know the the ten matches they put out there were there were some pretty good matches. There were some excellent, some matches. really good matches. There were some excellent matches, men and women both.
0: W- women, a lot of those matches, man, some of those women were dominant.
1: I. You're right. I was absolutely surprised at how good some of them looked, especially for this early in the year. Dominique Parrish from Simon Fraser University. I mean, and she was wrestling. She Now, she was, took. She was a champ last year. She was a champ year. last year. She was wrestling the lady who took third. Correct. So, Gabrielle Ramos-Diaz right. took third. Dominique Parrish took first last year, I think, 123 pounds. And she dominated. I mean, she did everything she wanted to do. High crotch, single legs, inside trips. I mean, Ooh. backwards, just everything. Inside Shut trip of the
0: week. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dominique Parrish, inside trip of the week, ladies and gentlemen. 100%. I, and, I, you know, so I was, obviously you're you're much more the, the women aficionado than I am in terms of wrestling, but I do keep up on it, you know, and I, and I more than anything, love to watch it because I love to watch wrestling generally. Um, but she just looked... I mean, I, I, if that's the if that's the girl, um, I, I forget what what was the other girl's name. I'm sorry, uh, Ramos Diaz. Ramos Diaz. If that's the girl that's third or second right now in the country behind her, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> good luck, dude. I mean, I don't know who's
1: <laughs> who's she was, because uh, Dominique Parish. She looked good. It and was I, a domination. And I think she's getting ready to uh, represent. And U23s too She, she U23 uh, yeah, girl Yeah I believe right. so I think she's going to be wrestling at U23 So she'll be one of our representatives Yeah So exciting things there um, You know you had a rematch of the 170 pound uh, WCWA National Championships last year Brittany Marshall and um, Mariah Harris Marshall from Wayland Baptist and Harris from Campbellsville That's right uh, Tight battle They went after it You know I thought there was some good wrestling there It was inter- you know good match to watch No I think that was Yeah I think, I think that was one of the scrappier matches actually it was the majority of the women's matches were were blowouts. I think that's what I was wondering. With the exception of uh, two, so three were blowouts, I believe, and then you had the one forty, 140, the one forty two pound match, and the one seventy pound match. Okay,
0: that, that, that's the thing that I that I wonder the most is: is there that much of a gap in women's wrestling, um, where the number one is tech following the the number three? You know, that's to me that's crazy. But there that's, can be. There, yeah, that There happened. absolutely can be in some situations And also situations. freestyle, it's easier to like, you know, if you get on a roll 100%
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you can rack up points quick I, I, I do say like, in watching, you know, women's wrestling And especially going out to their national tournament last year There is still a gap So there's still a gap a lot of times between the top woman And maybe the second or third best um, When you, you know, at the national tournament There is a huge gap in the early round matches right now You know, right. and then as it gets deeper into the tournament Then the matches start to... You know, get a little bit more competitive and a little bit tighter there, but so there is still a bit of a gap. But I mean, that gap's being closed all the time, just because the talent pool just keeps getting bigger and better with all the opportunities that women have. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think that's I think that you you hit the nail on the head that you know you got to look at talent pool, right? Just like smaller states with men's wrestling, the the states with men's wrestling that don't it's not as popular at the time, the the talent pool isn't quite there. Right? You know, your top dogs might be able to compete across the. Um, United States but you know A guy who takes 6th in Georgia Is gonna (laughs) get smoked by a dude Who takes you know 6th in Pennsylvania or something like that you know So I I, I get what you're saying there You know men's wise though I tell you what You take away all of the You know issues with you know Not feeling a full lineup and
1: um, The drama with our coach Is gonna actually you know care about this The wrestling was great I thought yeah some of the matches the wrestling was fantastic. The majority of the matches it was awesome.
0: Yeah. You know, if you want to just if you just want to kick kick it off um you know at
1: the weight class order to McKenna laid it on Cade Brock. I was surprised. Laid it on him. I was surprised it was I mean I fully expected McKenna to win that match. I was right. surprised that he basically he was able he was basically able to do ex- anything he wanted to Cade Brock. I think the points that Brock got, got were gifted to him. In my my, he opinion. got a,
0: a one point hands to the face. Which don't oh, get me started I about hate, that. Yeah,
1: oh, we could talk worst about worst rule ever.
0: And then he got two points where Brock did get the reversal, but they they didn't give Joey the takedown first. Remember, and they they reviewed it.
1: Brock got the takedown when right. it, sh- it should have been two and two, two, and two. called should've correctly. Been, yeah.
0: It should have been a, a takedown and a reversal. For sure I mean there, there's no way in my mind I can look at that And not. And there it brings up the video review You got the damn official that made the call Looking at the damn video Because <laughs> that makes sense That's just an unbiased way to go And, and look you, Go back and listen to our podcast We're not Cade Brock haters By any stretch of the imagination I, I find him to be very impressive I had him taking third last year in the NCAAs um, He got his ass kicked Jordan McKenna's
1: we'll- lefty single I I I told you, man. I said it when we were watching it. I will put that lefty single up against anybody shot in the country, and it's it's funny because people get caught, you know it's easy to get caught up in thinking Joy McKenna is not a, a really offensive wrestler, um, more of a defense control style type thing. Right. Good on top, right? You know, right on top stuff like that. But when he attacks, I mean, he can score points at will, and he proved it. He's got two excellent attacks. And he chain wrestles really well right. Actually he's got three excellent attacks
0: Yes he does Three excellent attacks He's got a lefty single He's got a double leg from space mm-hmm. And he's got a carry He's got a carry who I
1: th- The I th- outside carry
0: Yeah I think he hit Brock with it He tried to get Gill with it uh, the next day Didn't quite get it But I tell you what So he's got three solid offensive attacks From his feet He doesn't give up He's so stingy on his feet And that boy can ride That boy He ain't gonna turn a ton he turns a decent amount. We ain't going to turn time, but he can ride. He can get out from bottom. If he can manage his weight, because he's a big 141-pounder, if he can manage his weight throughout the season, I mean, I'm not giving Yanni the gold medal right away. But now Yanni's still the favorite, and we we love Yanni Diagamajal or something in this house. We freaking love him. But I'll tell you what, that Julian McKenna that I just saw, it looks like he can compete.
1: I don't disagree with anything you just said there.
0: Now what do you think? Kate Brock looked every bit of one forty
1: one. Um yeah, he did. I thought Brock looked big, like he always has. Um he looks like he's been able to, you know, eat a little bit, fill out he, a little bit he's more. He's never
0: been small. He's been no, he's
1: been tall. Not at all. You know what really I think the thing that impressed me most going back to McKenna is the fact this is his first time down at weight, first time making weight, and look how well he looked. Didn't even look gassed. And that was one of the things I noticed. Brock looked gassed in that match. McKenna yeah. didn't.
0: I think McKenna's really disciplined, um, you know, as many of those Ohio State guys are. They've got a weird culture there. And by weird, I mean like they don't – I don't think a lot of their starters are out there drinking beer and staying out late chasing women, you know, like like some of us sitting up here might have been doing in college. Um, you know, you know, and I think that a lot of that came with the Bojo, Tomasello, Snyder, um, you know, era – and Joey McKenna, I think, just another one of those guys that he, he lives right. He gets great grades, great grades, it's all that. I mean, um, you know, I I think Ohio State fans should be excited. You know, and and Kate Rock, uh, you know, we'll see what he does at 141 this year. I, I think that he'll be fine. I think that he's definitely, certainly going to be an All American contender. But 141, just like the last it's couple a deep years, deep weight class, it's a deep man. weight class, baby.
1: It's going to be a meat grinder. Yeah,
0: it's a, bit, a lot of meat. Been a lot
1: of grinding A lot of grinding meat in 141 <laughs> Who else impressed you this weekend at the All-Star meet? Miles
0: freaking mean baby Miles mean. I mean, I can't believe we all slept on him
1: <laughs> Yeah, we've been <laughs> sleeping on Miles Amin <laughs> That's a
0: joke That's a joke because uh, Alex Pantaleo who, uh, Who's now 0-2 against Will Luan Did you see that he lost to him in the finals? It's 2-1,
1: I think they're 2-1 Oh, did, did Pantaleo beat him once? Yeah, I think uh they wrestled twice in the inter squad match and then in the open as well. Yeah.
0: Anyways, Pantaleo uh he tweeted after Amin wrestled, there's nobody on there's nobody in the uni- or There's nobody in college wrestling more slept on than Miles Amin. A guy who took third and fourth in his uh two competitions. Uh I beg to differ because I think that up in this house, even though it's a Buckeye house, we love Miles
1: Amin. We think he's tough as shit. I mean, I wouldn't say I really loved him when he was giving some Bojo some losses last oh, he year. He was taking uh, him, taking um, him. No, I mean he's fantastic. He's honestly his athleticism is so underrated. He's so athletic at that weight class, um, just as every bit as athletic as a Mark Hall or a Zahid a Valencia. Um, he, Looks amazing on his feet against. So he wrestled Jacoby Smith. I, and one of the things about him, too, he's like one of those guys. Like I really have such admiration for guys that are. Can wrestle well in all three positions And he is right. one of those guys he, He's good on his feet He's also a good counter wrestler Doesn't get ridden much And he'll, he'll, he'll keep you on the mat for a while And I think he keeps improving so, of course. so maybe,
0: you know, we were just joking a little bit About the Pantaleo situation But, but I think what, what maybe Pantaleo meant to say was Hey, this dude's still got another level to jump Like, hey, last year he took third Although he wrestled Mark Hall Super tough in the semis
1: Got the f- no, it was the He got the first two takedowns against the in the semis. Right. He got the first two
0: takedowns right. against him. We we don't we know who Miles Amin is. Um, he whipped up on Jacoby Smith, I think. Who think I uh, took uh, seventh or eighth last year? Um, I think it was seventh. Seventh last year at uh, one seventy four. Yeah. Right. So, and he beat him eleven and two. Beat I, him. And he beat him. Beat him up. So my, Miles Amin looked great. Um, you know the variance in his attacks. His ability to Almost score at will I mean, I remember you and I were just looking over And we're like, oh my god, he gets another takedown He gets another takedown He's doing work So, I mean, I thought he looked great I think that Guys So, you know, this was a long time ago When we had our um, Live podcast last year at the NCAAs I picked me to be Zahid to make the finals I was kind of drunk At the time but I did <laughs> And uh Did I really think it was gonna happen Nobody just beat Bo Or I think he beat Bo Was it Bo No he just beaten somebody It was Cutler I don't know guys But anyways Ain't nobody sleeping on miles of meat Definitely not us
1: Definitely not us
0: What, what about you Did you uh I thought Taylor Venz and Max Dean was actually a pretty good battle. I know it ended up being, I think, 10-5 or 10-6.
1: I thought Venz was really impressive. I thought Kolodzik was extremely impressive as well. Um, I was yeah. a little surprised by how much Venz controlled Dean. Um, I thought there was a couple of situations where Dean looked like he was going to get back into that match, but every time he started to get something going, Venz just countered him or took him down. That's um, a great way to put it. And just kind of shut down that momentum.
0: Th- that's a great way to put it. Dean... Had some opportunities where he looked like he was going to get back, maybe get a takedown. He was doing that bent leg Turk ride for a while. Oh, and, yeah,
1: the, the old bow and arrow. Yeah.
0: and But then Vans always seemed to just kind of, you know, it ah, looks like a good turn. Nope, Dean's coming back. Dean's coming back. And, and you know, and even the heavyweight scores some points. You know, 7-5-7 seven, seven victory for Derek White Hamida. Real quick, going back, but Vince Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: Vance, Vance is that good, though. I mean, if you think about it. He wrestled as a freshman last year, redshirt freshman at 184, and what took third or fourth in the country. He took fourth. Took fourth. He lost to Emory Parker in, in an extremely three. deep weight class. I mean, that was a deep weight class last year. A very oh, tough, yeah. you know, deep weight class. And as a fre- as a redshirt freshman, I mean, he took fourth. He's he's good. Do you think he's good enough to challenge Mymar this year?
0: Well, I think last time they wrestled, Mymar tagged him. Now, I don't see that happening again if they wrestle. I think Venz is. Here's the thing: Venz is excellent on top, of Mymar is. Great on bottom, you know so I think that he kind of neutralizes i'm not sure absence of heat coming up, there's many people uh, out there that are going to be able to beat miles Martin the way he wrestles man
1: you take a you take a w you know put miles martin's wrestling ability aside. His athleticism, his explosiveness His speed is just And even now, like his strength He's a strong 184 pounder now It's just a level above those other guys Right,
0: it's a level above everybody I think I think Emory Parker might be the closest person to sniffing him And that's because I mean, Parker's have beaten him before um, You know, Parker might be the closest to sniffing him On, the, on that level uh, You know, I don't know what the the rankings look like But I'm going to check real quick If you don't mind What just because I'm interested, I think
1: Parker's two or three.
0: Is Parker two or three? Parker's two, Venz is three, Zavasky's four. Yeah.
1: Typically, they rank based off of last year's tournament standings yeah. to start your tournament placement to start the season. So and then you got
0: Sugar Sugar Rashad, Shakur Rashid at five. Yeah, I think unless we see as a heat come up. Oh, that's flow wrestling guys. <laughs> um, I think unless I think unless you see a. That he'd come up I'm not sure that, I'm not sure That anybody's Touching Touching my Mara This year Um Kaladzic did look good Now Mitch FineSilver Did kind of You know Battle for a comeback A little bit
1: He did You know what And speaking of Silver, I thought it was Really cool To get to watch him Compete Considering, you know, he's a senior He's actually from Colorado So getting that hometown kid out there to wrestle In the All-Star Classic in front of his hometown fans I thought that was pretty cool A lot of people might have been asking Why is Fine Silver wrestling, wrestling this match? You know, could they not get anybody else? I tend to think that there was a little bit of method to that madness That on
0: Absolutely
1: Aside from the fact that Mitch Fine Silver is a damn good wrestler In his own right He's from Colorado Getting to, you know, wrestle in that All-Star Classic In front of his hometown fans I think, I think that was yeah. intentional
0: I don't have Fine Silver's exact results, you know, from his from his his career, but I know he's always been in the rankings and he's beaten some really solid guys. So, oh, for sure, without a doubt. I mean, he it wasn't like he didn't look like he deserved to be there. He lost twelve seven to Matt Kalodzic, who's ranked number one in the country at that weight class. I hear you, but you know what else you hear me on? Well, where do you want to go?
1: I don't know. You know what? Let me let me ask you this real quick. Let's get into the weekend.
0: Cheers to the freaking weekend.
1: I don't know that song, dude. I don't feel good enough to sing anyway. I drink to that. <laughs> um, getting into, you know, some of the, the actual, you know, whatever, go live opening day wrestling that went on this weekend. One of the things that really stood out to me the most is the success of some of these young freshmen. Oh and, baby! Heck, and even one instance, a guy that's not even out of high school yet. I mean, if you think about, it, look, you got guys like Mason Paris, freshman heavyweight from Michigan. Did that dude won pin the Michigan Nick state Stencil? Open. He he pinned Stencil.
0: And Stencil's the pinner. Stencil was ranked
1: fifteenth in the country.
0: Right. No, I mean, and that's all he did was pin. Remember Stencil's from Ohio, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Oregon Clay. Yeah, Oregon Clay. I think that like he pinned his senior year. I think he pinned everybody until like the state finals. I, I don't know I'll,
1: yes, Paris great. won the match You know you got a guy like 14 uh, Luan from Michigan Frick Michigan Jesus they got some good guys In the pipeline Who did Luan beat Luan um, won the Michigan State Open Who did he beat well, I know he beat Pantaleo Man is he like number one <laughs> Is he like our number one hater now I don't know I don't know
0: I just don't like what somebody's saying that, Saying that uh, we slept on uh I mean, when you and I, we did not sleep on a mean ever.
1: Well, they didn't say we all were. They just said people in general.
0: Can't tagged us in that tweet? Okay,
1: eh, whatever. i he didn't. No, he didn't. All right. Um, Will Luan, though? What's well, Will he Luan, doing? Get, look, what's of he course, doing
0: beating multiple-time All-Americans on his own team? That's not supposed to happen. No,
1: Luan's from Illinois, right? He's the one who, is he the one, didn't we see him wrestle in the finals of Iron Man, got beat?
0: Bro you're going back You're going back further And I got I got uh, brain capacity To function What weight Want to pause it and check
1: No hold, Did Sammy Sassel wrestle On Iron Man last year Yeah he won What weight What weight I don't know 45
0: Probably 45
1: yeah Then it was 52 It, it was, was 45
0: Because he, he Sammy Sassel bumped up To 52 to wrestle Car at uh, Beast
1: Okay I'm pretty sure Luan was the dude In the finals at Iron Man at 52 And I lost
0: pre- Really
1: yeah, I just can't remember who he lost. Let's check either. it out. You want to do that? I mean, we can. And we had to pause it. <laughs> All right, going to video replay. Video review. Yeah, so after uh, after video review, we were a little off. Uh, Luan lost <laughs> in the semis at Ironman last year to Artelona, and then David Carr went on to beat Artelona right. in the Ironman finals. Man. And, uh, God, uh, we I-, I remember that
0: now, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't
1: want to slip my you mind. You know, and
0: then uh, blah, blah, blah. The guy from. The guy from Box Elder was awesome.
1: What was his name? Brock Hardy.
0: Where's he at?
1: I don't know. Anyway. I love that dude. (laughs)
0: I'm telling you right now, guys. Brock Hardy, next four-time
1: NCAA champ. No, you're a dummy. But seriously, the success of these young guys this weekend. Luan, Mason Paris, Gable Stevenson. um, Who's the dude? uh, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. (sighs) Iowa recruit that's spending the year at the OTC. I wish he was an Iowa recruit, buddy. I thought he was. <laughs> was he? Oh, Penn State recruited uh, mine. Oh, <laughs> no. oh,
0: damn it. Well, he beat a dude from freaking Colorado School of the Mines in the finals. Damn it. It should say Colorado School of the Blinds.
1: Colorado School of the Mines? Yeah,
0: it's, I think it's a D2 program.
1: Mime or mine?
0: Mines. Like Corey Mines?
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were saying mimes. I was like, that really exists? <laughs> <laughs> Colorado School? I just imagine this dude Miming on the wrestling (laughs) mat. Oh we're done That was good That was was
0: great No Aaron Brooks I mean I think he like And also Michael Beard I heard looked pretty good Another Another uh, Penn State recruit So we'll give them our due Because we love our Penn State boys But you're right You know (laughs) <laughs> These freshmen are what's up? What's in Patrick
1: Glory? Don't forget about him. Glory Hole, dude. He won. Nah, you've been waiting to get that one in. He yeah. won the Princeton Open. <laughs> How quick was I about that one? Real quick. Who did he beat in the final? Um, I know he beat number sixteenth uh, ranked Devin Schroeder from Purdue. He did. Yeah. Uh, so Glory uh, by ranked. nine points. No he didn't Glory's already ranked He had two wins by over nine points at the Princeton Open Wait a
0: minute Alright hold on now, now, now this is where I love to talk wrestling and, and if we gotta freaking stop and pull it up Or pull it up at the time I don't care Glory beat Schroeder by nine By nine See I, I don't know all the results I knew Glory was good And I, I, I You know in Princeton they, don't, they can't redshirt in the Ivies But dude he's about to be ranked though then um, You're saying he already was? How is he already ranked? He can't, I th- I'm he can't almost, be ranked as a freshman I think Flo already has him ranked No I mean, You can
1: rank whoever you want to
0: No, he ain't ranked as a freshman at 25 uh,
1: Maybe he's not No, he ain't No, he's not ranked Well, he will be soon Because he just knocked off 16th-ranked Schroeder Did he really? Yeah, by nine points
0: Well, he's not my fantasy draft list I told sure. you that earlier I was going glory hole all day
1: I know you did I think he's stud Of course he is Jersey boy, right? Yeah it was a. F- Are we sure? <laughs> or did I just make that up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a Jersey dude, isn't he?
0: Yeah, let's Google that.
1: God, this is some bad podcasting. Like really bad podcasting.
0: People, people live for the yeah. He's Jersey. Yeah, he's a wrestler of the year, 2017,
1: 2018. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got I, some Super Thirty Two belts to his name. I, I
0: like him. I like him a lot. It's like a wrestler.
1: I want to say well, he might have even been a four-time finalist in Jersey. Jersey.
0: I speaking think... of Jer- speaking of Jersey, so we're talking you I mean, do you want to keep talking about the, the young dudes, but I mean I No, heard...
1: we no, transition, go. We're just talking wrestling. We
0: saw Nikki Serrano at 33 though.
1: We did, and I think that's to be expected right now. I think it is to be expected. Um I I honestly ultimately see him at 25. I I couldn't disagree- I couldn't disagree more. I I just I don't know. Does he got a better chance of beating Spencer Lee, or does he got a better chance of getting through 33? Well, 33 in general.
0: I mean, if if you want to start talking 33, holy moly. We saw Dayton Fix there this weekend at 33. Ethan
1: Lezak looks like he, uh. I mean, you got, look, you got both finals from last year back at 33. You've got Ethan Lezak, who was a finalist at 125. You got Dayton Fix, who all he's done is just win everything you can on the international circuit. And then then let's go Tariq. Guys like Wilson, Pletcher, Pletcher. Scotty uh, um, Parker. Parker
0: Montori Bridges, Austin DeSanto You know I mean that is a meat grinder You're right but, but I don't think that Okay so if you're asking me Who's the best, who's a better wrestler Spencer Lee or Seth Gross I'm going to say Spencer Lee Okay That said Nikki Siriano wrestled Lee last year in the finals I think he lost 5-1 5-1 you know that was after Nikki Seriano Apparently, you know, I, I was listening to Flo talk about this. You know, he was in the hospital with, for all intents and purposes, my understanding is a staph infection that maybe it was MRSA. Now I don't know if that's true or not.
1: Then why are you saying it?
0: I, I'm, no, I'm caveating it because I don't know what else it would be. And then he just barely got back. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. I'll, I take that back. You're right. Maybe it wasn't. But there was some issue, and then he he barely had any live, and he went and he made the finals last year. Now, he had a nice little road to make the finals, but, I mean, the dude is... Of course
1: he's legit. I don't know. It would be interesting to see where he ends up. I have a feeling we might see him down at 25, but we'll see You don't think he's big we'll enough see what 33? Happens. Um, I, I, I don't think it really matters. I think he can have success at either one. I just think, I, I don't know, 125 is just a little uh, It's a little thinned out this year. I think 33 is deep. Uh, it just, either way, he can go whichever weight he wants, and he's a good chance to make the finals in either weight.
0: He's a nice-looking Yeah. I, I, he,
1: he, yeah, <laughs>
0: I agree with you. I think that, I think that he could certainly make the final I think he win it at thirty three. I'm not sure he can win it at twenty five. Maybe he can.
1: I hear you. All
0: right. And I, and I, you know, I'm glad that they're letting Ethan Lezak finally eat eat something.
1: Oh, no doubt. Jeez,
0: that dude. You know, thirty three. He he tech. I think he tech fought his way through the turn. Well, they got a
1: twenty five pounder now, so he can go up to thirty three. You know, McKee went up. Tommy Thorne went up. They got Sean Russell transferred in. Wrestling 25 twenty five form. Did Tommy Thorne go up? Tommy Thorne's at 49. You're right. Yeah. yeah he would have Mitch to. McKee went up to 41. Um, so speaking of Minnesota, right now, where is, or at least as for now, Gable's red shirting. You think it stays in red shirt?
0: No. I well, don't. I don't know. He beat his – how bad he beat the dude uh, – he wrestled his dude in the finals, and he beat him, I think, like 12-6, 8-6, something like that. Um, you know, Gable Stevenson – it, 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 he didn't come out and just start tech falling people Not that that happens in heavyweight but You know there was people that Anointed him it, and, and I'm not saying Unrightfully so as The best recruit ever right The best recruit ever And he is you know he won a, he won a Second datronix Debtron- open he won it Last year in high school yep. but it isn't Like he you know he's out there Freaking you know taking down Let him up take him down let him up tech falling Dudes um does he got a little seasoning that he might need to make? Yes, but the good news is for for Minnesota and for us fans, you're not a guy that he's going to make huge jumps. Now his jumps might not be as big as they used to be between for freshmen because he's wrestled everything under the sun he could wrestle. You know he he's wrestled international competition and won gold medals um, on the age level, uh, comp- uh, world competition. So. I don't know what type of jump he's going to make, but you know he's going to make a jump. I think that if, if I'm Minnesota, I'm running them out cuz they got a solid squad. They got a squad that can compete in my opinion, they got a squad that can compete for a trophy this year.
1: I think so too. I mean defend, depending on what they do with a couple of weights and also, you know, always as always depending on how their guys perform at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year, but they definitely have the potential to get a trophy. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. Um I, my personal opinion, I think heavyweight's down this year. You know, in your top two guys is Nevels and Stoll. To me, that's a down year for heavyweight. Um, I think if Gable's got... If you think he can beat those guys, you throw him out there.
0: Yeah. yeah and you I,
1: absolutely I, throw him out there. I think if you throw him out there... And you, I think we're going to see pig. him out there. I think we're going to see him yeah. out there.
0: And the biggest thing now, with red shirt redshirting, it's changed so much with the um, adaption of... Or I guess with how much better these kids are at coming in. It used to be... This kid needed a red shirt year because he needs to adapt to college wrestling Well you know these guys nowadays A lot of them Not all of them But a lot of them are ready to go And so what's best is to keep A red shirt in your back pocket Like a foot sweep
1: Always got to keep a yeah, foot sweep in your back pocket In
0: case you need it
1: and you'll need Because it. how
0: many times have we seen a guy They red shirt when they don't need to And when they're healthy And they go on and get injured
1: Of course No I mean Absolutely And we've talked about this Ad nauseum in the past The one thing I'll say about Gable though Is like it's kind of one of the You gotta pump the brakes on Just a little bit Um, Talent wise He's probably got more talent Than any other heavyweight In the country Um, Athleticism is the same thing Gable Gable Stevenson Gable That's his name Yeah we'll just call him Gable Gabe Gabe. Um, Gabe for short He really hasn't wrestled A relevant folk style match Maybe ever Okay Or if if not ever, then just very few. Um, most of it, all most of of all of his, you know, successful wrestling lately has been on the international circuit, freestyle and whatnot. So I am curious to see how he does on the mat with one of these big guys like a Nevels who's good on top. How he handles that type of opponent um, on mat wrestling at the D one level.
0: That's a great point. It's like, yeah, where where is he at? Top, bottom. You know, if he and, can get out from the stalls and, and the so nevels, where's he at on
1: bottom? Absolutely, if he can get out from the Stoles and the nevels, uh, okay. Yeah, he now beat, we're he, talking.
0: He beat Strifle. Um, I just you know looked it up from Minnesota. The, who would be the starter? Um, who, who's by no means a slouch. I mean, honestly, he's probably you know going to be considered a guy that's that's worth something on the Division One level. So if you're beating guys like that in your own room, then you know I think that you have to consider it. At the same time, you know. It's – I I like the to be seen, to be seen, to be determined mindset that these coaches are taking with red shirts. We're not going to see a lot of people's red shirts pulled until after the first of the year, right? Of so course. Send them to – Absolutely. Send them to scuffle no or midlands or whatever. No reason let's, let's see them against some of the top dogs, and and then we'll see what's up. And I think that's what they're doing with some of some – of uh, I think that's what a lot of teams are doing with some of the other red shirts.
1: You want to talk about the Buckeyes at all tonight? They wrestled this weekend. We got a few minutes left. Before we do, though, match of the weekend has to be. And if you haven't watched it, go find it and watch it. Jaden Ironman versus Michael Carr. Twelve to ten overtime victory. I haven't watched it. Ironman won that match overtime. It's Wait. exciting. Okay. Illinois, Michael Carr. Yeah, I know Mikey Carr. Yeah.
0: I know Mikey Carr. He's he beat Nick Lee last year, at big tens. Solid guy. I think he made the round of twelve last year. Alright, you know, I I don't know. But he he was good Something along those lines Yeah He wrestled Jayden Really turned Ironman.
1: it on Towards the end of the year But yeah him and Ironman Battled this weekend And 12-10 to 10 overtime victory For Ironman nah. Exciting match Go find it Go watch it Probably the match Of the weekend In my opinion Okay Alright
0: You don't want to talk About Buckeyes baby But One other thing That I noticed real quick And and I think that it's It's worth talking so We saw Oklahoma State In action this year We're turning oh, I, in, I, I know believe. Where you're going Yeah Eight All-Americans I think they're returning this year But they've also got A hell of a lot of good Young guys That have not had a chance To make the lineup I mean, hell They have Trinson Moran Who just transferred out Now he's starting for Wisconsin You know, they've got a ton Of guys They're the the team that's To me, if they put it all together They had a terrible NCAAs last year
1: The worst Or second worst In John Smith's history I can't believe it Right
0: But, you know So Two dudes wrestled at the um, At the NCAA The All-Star Classic Cade Brock, we're penciling him in probably at 41, so you think. They do have a guy like Caden Grafeller in the back burner. But then Jacoby Smith wrestled at 74, wrestled against, um, um oh my goodness, um, uh, I mean, Miles. I mean, we talked I mean, about this, yeah. yeah. So then at the Oklahoma City Open, Nick Piccinini wrestled at 125. Makes okay. sense. He's an All-American, 425-4. Dayton Fix, we've all kind of been wondering, where's he, where's he going to go? He might... You know, he wrestles on the international level at 57 kilos. Um, is he going to be 25 or 33? He wrestles at 33. Caden Garfella is our guy at 41. Bulu Wallen at 49. That makes sense. Um, but then you go 74 Chandler Rogers, returning All-American. Right. Well, Jacoby Smith just wrestled at 74, returning All-American. Right. 84 Dakota Gear. Transfer Transferred in from, from, Edinburgh. from From Edinburgh. Right. You know. Where does everybody fit? <laughs> where does everybody? Where are all these all Americans? These they he's, bring Weagle you know, back
1: this year. What's that? Did Weagle graduate? Uh, Weagle? No, Weagle's at ninety seven. So, so he's back at ninety seven. Yeah, Beat Andrew
0: then who's great, right? In the finals for four and oh, 4 and zero, oh, and then we oh.
1: saw Derek White at the All Star yeah. Classic. No, they oh, got. So a, there was three. So they have a great lineup. One shout out to Oklahoma State for sending three dudes Absolutely. to the All Star Classic. I, now granted Colorado's bite, you know Pretty close to Oklahoma So maybe they had Something to do with it Just throwing that out right, there But you know Shout out that they Did go wrestle right. Um But wh- where's everybody Going boys Because Caden Grafeller Somebody's gonna get Left out I think I think a couple uh, where, uh, Yes Where's Joe Smith at Well Joe Smith Is your starting 165 He didn't compete This weekend Why didn't he compete Do you know I don't know why But he is the starting 165 is that, that's, his, that's the way he's going That's why They're having um, You know Some 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 uh, Camden Rogers, Jacoby Smith, right. Yeah. right. That's why Rogers is up at one seventy four. JoJo Smith is at one sixty five. Look, here is the thing. I, I still think there is a chance that we may see Dayton fix and Pichanini flip flop throughout at uh, some point in time in the you year. You think? That? I think there is a, a chance. I am not saying it's hmm. going to happen. Okay. It's just um, if it does happen, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that would be cool I to think watch. K Brock fix, is then. the one forty one all day long. I do. He's a two time All American. So I Gefeller's sitting a as a freshman, year. huh? Um, you know, is a
0: red shirt freshman Gefeller, sitting.
1: At 141, yes. Now, even though Boo Wallen snuck on the podium last year at 149, I still think we might see Gefeller go up and battle Wallin out for that spot. Oh, okay? and you
0: know what? That makes sense. That
1: yeah, I mean, Bulu- I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. And then you, whatever they're going to do at 57, I don't know. I think Joe Smith is your man at 65. He came at 57, huh? That's no. where he was at the past two, right, two no, years before that. No. And, and then where it gets really intriguing, though, is at 74, 84 spots right there. Because, honestly... You've got an all-American in Chandler Rogers, you got an all-American in Jacoby Smith, all-American and two-time JUCO champ, Cody right. Smith. Um, somebody's getting left out there. And
0: then you got Dakota Gear who, you know, multiple-time I think qualifier transfers in. Well, you know, my my mind is saying whoever loses between Rogers and Jacoby goes up, right? But Rogers, I mean, he was a 65 pounder last year. Right.
1: You know, for him It's going to gonna be interesting to see this lineup play out, and I'll tell you when we have a chance to see them get a few more results under the belt, I'd really like to spend some time just kind of analyzing their lineup. Because, so I think,
0: yeah, I think that's where it might limit them. Whereas they've got, I mean, you want to put their squad up against squad, you know, squad versus squad, and then you start picking weight classes for people to wrestle at. They're legit, but I mean, you got to fit them all into. You right. got to same with Penn State, who's got so many, and, and Ohio State for that and matter. Feller
1: was what the scuffle scuffle champ last year? Pinned Nickley in the finals? No, Nickley pin, uh, Nickley pinned him.
0: Nick Lee pinned Gefeller I
1: think No Gefeller pinned Nick Lee Nick Lee pinned Alber. Alber, who lost Inside tripped him, this weekend. Yeah Nick Lee pinned Alber And then Gefeller pinned Nick Lee In the finals of the scuffle I are, know it. it's Are we fact. sure about that I'm positive I'm, You don't even need to fact check me
0: I'm not fact checking you
1: I'm trying to figure out Who beat Alber. This weekend Now we're on Alber. we can talk about Prince the Tristan Moran be- pinned Auber. Well there you go
0: I just saw that result and I was interested.
1: <laughs> and Evan Wick
0: beat Bryce Stewart 3-2. So anyways. That was a good match. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, let's
1: talk about the Bucks for a minute, man. We got a few minutes left. Let's talk about the Buckeyes. Our beloved Buckeyes were in action traveling out to Miles Martin's. Miles Martin Old High School to... Uh, McDonough High School. Yeah, to Battle Navy.
0: I mean, they did that. Hey, what are you...
1: I just love how Tom Ryan schedules these home duels in some of his you know, leaders' high schools. What do you think of that?
0: Baby, that's a recruiting. I love I mean, it. That's, yeah. That's awesome. One, it's kind of like a thank you to his his upper echelon seniors to say, you've stuck with us for so long.
1: Are other coaches doing this? I don't – it's just like it doesn't I stick out to it. me like I, I, I hear – Well, remember last year
0: when they did it for Bo Jordan at St. Paris Graham? Yeah. That gym was packed. I mean, there, there was – I mean, it wasn't even standing room only. You couldn't fit. People into that place
1: They did it last year for Bo at Graham And they also did it the weekend of Ironman For NATO at Cuyahoga Vols that's, Christian Academy Right, that's right Even though I don't think NATO wrestled He didn't wrestle, no <laughs> He,
0: he kind of had that knee But, you, no, I love it I think that, They did it for Snyder Yeah, I think that it's important to um, It's a important re- recruiting tool Because, you know, you bring in these guys And you say, guess what we're going to do When you're a senior And you've already won a couple titles or whatever, we're gonna we're gonna come into your high school gym, and we're gonna pack this gym, and we're gonna send you off in an awesome dual meet in front of your hometown. Hell yeah, that's a cool recruiting tool, and I and think your it's high cool school to watch. English
1: teacher is gonna want to have sex with you.
0: Okay, well, it's legal because they're in college. So my wife's also an English teacher, so that's like it's a little too close to comfort for me.
1: Is there any good wrestlers at Dixie? Or that <laughs> Shut <you stupid>? up. <laughs> I want to make sure that doesn't happen, <laughs> but um,
0: no, I, I think it's I think it's really neat. I think that, I I think that it it sh, it's, it's it, do, it, it the incidental benefit is it's really cool for recruiting. But I mean, I think it's cool to let these guys wrestle in front of people that they grew up. I mean, these people grew up watching, right? No, Miles I, Martin, I wrestling. get, it. I love
1: it, I absolutely love yeah. it. One hundred percent. I'm surprised we don't see more coaches doing it. Um, But anyway, the Buckeyes did travel out to McDonough High School. They battled Navy. Um, It was great to see him back on the mat. Um, What are your thoughts? They're young. I know you got some.
0: They're young and it's early. Um, You know this ain't this isn't last year's Buckeyes, which we which we I think we all knew right. I think we all knew that it's going to be. I wouldn't call it a down year because hell. I mean, the down year for the Buckeyes back in the day was a lot worse than this. They got five returning All-Americans. But they're young, and I think that some of – I think there's still some question marks, right? I mean, I mean I, there's still some question marks in regards to weight. Who's going who's gonna to man the weight this year? And there's some question marks around some of the guys that are starting to say, hey, are you, you going to be the guy that steps it up? Who's going to be the guy that gets on that podium that, that uh, isn't one of the top dudes? You yeah. know, Who's
1: that guy this year? I think you're right. I mean, there there are definitely, definitely some question marks. Look, when you look at Ohio State's lineup, it, on some days they have a lineup that is the clear number two in the country. On other days I look at the lineup and I'm thinking, man, we might even be in a dogfight for a trophy spot. Right. I agree the with you. The way some of these other programs lineups are shaken out you. this year. Um, but there are some question marks. I, I think, you know, you've got some young guys we will be starting for the first time this year It remains to be seen what they're going to do We know we've got the, the weak spot at 125 Is it going to be Meade? Are we going to bring Heinzelman out a red shirt? And if so, what can he actually provide? Yeah, what
0: is Heinzelman's ceiling this year? Right I mean, a guy who, you know, he beat a guy like Ravon Foley At um, one of the trials this summer um, You know, Ravon Foley just beat Drew Matton, I think So, you know, Ravon Foley and Drew Matton you know, Those type of guys are probably... In between the ten and fifteen ranked dudes, so is that where Matin would be, or not? Excuse me, is that is that where um, Heinzelman Heinzelman would be right now. Um, you know, I you, don't know. You go to heavyweight, and hey, Gary Traub got the win. Um, you know, but but where's Chase Singletary, who was the number one ranked two twenty pounder two years ago, coming out of high school?
1: I think one of the most interesting weights to to watch this year, and I do think we need to temper our expectations. But I want to see how Caleb Romero progresses at one sixty five. Um, He got the win this weekend It was close 3-2 to two, Hands in three the to the face two. call Exactly uh, And we're going to see that call Probably decide a lot of matches this year And that's unfortunate That's unfortunate um, they,
0: We need to figure it out real quick To whether or not it's it, The rule really should be Is it intentional or not You know intentionally in the eyes or not But I mean You know I um, This is going to bite me in the ass For three years from now And Caleb Romero's a Three-time All-American and a champ But um, I always wanted to temper my expectations With Caleb Romero Because I didn't know what we had with him The guy was a, uh, an all-state, all-country type football player Who'd never really focused just on wrestling Right Who is um, extraordinarily athletic Extraordinarily crisp on his feet Who I think is going to struggle a little bit um, On the top You know, like a lot of freshmen On top and bottom um, He didn't look great he didn't look great Now I've heard he was injured Okay I've heard he's coming Or coming back from an injury
1: Right I think he was I think he got injured last year Which explained why he only wrestled Like 10 or 11 yeah. matches last year But um, it, You're right though Like It's like The thing of, The thing on Romero always was All The talent in the world All the athleticism in the world Still, a lot of raw untapped potential, right. I think, outside of and I I could be wrong here, uh, but I think outside of a couple of trips down to Disney Duels and then that big match that he had with Labriola at the uh Pittsburgh Classic or the Dapper Dan or whatever yeah. it's called, um, you never really saw him compete in prestigious tournaments or you know out of season you know I- tournaments right. like Fargo or anything like that. Never was at Ironman, I don't think, because of the fact that you know their football, football team, yeah, I think football. he wrestled
0: Ironman once. And that was actually two of his only – two of his, like, three losses. And it was because he – I mean, he, he – Literally just went from yeah, the football field to Yeah, and I don't that. think he yeah, plays. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was – you know.
1: So I, I, I'm I'm really curious to see how he progresses this year because I, 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 I do believe that for the Bucks to really be solid, they need to get something out of him at 165. Absolutely. I think he's a big question mark. I think he's a
0: bigger question mark than Tayshan. And the reason why is because we know what Tayshan's going to give you. Tayshan's going to – Qualify for the NCAA tournament. And He's going to win probably two matches.
1: Hopefully, um, get him to the round of twelve and let him, and, you know, p- and see push what push through. You know, anything happens, yeah. anything goes. Right. But
0: Caleb Romero, that's what I want to know. Is but I guess here's the thing that I was thinking about as I watched that match. We've become so spoiled as Buckeyes fans and it's fans of guys that are fans of big teams of saying four time All American pencil it in guys. Hey, there's people that aren't four time All Americans that still get on the podium. Like think the, of how
1: spoiled we get when we're talking about a redshirt freshman in his first collegiate match in an official Buckeye singlet and we're talking about a 3-2 to two win like it's a bad thing. Right. Dude won. Dude he won, won a match. match
0: against another Division One
1: opponent. Making weight for the first time.
0: Right. And, and that's the thing. Is I'm like, <laughs> Here we
1: are talking about, yeah, you know, we need a temper and this and that. It's bad. But I think we get spoiled. You're right.
0: Right. I mean, not, we, you don't need ten four-time All-Americans on your team. And it's not going to happen.
1: I'd like it. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. So it, state gets to have five national champs, right? Five well, yeah. finals every year. Freaking <laughs> cheaters!
0: <laughs> but you know, Luke Pleasure didn't all American as a freshman. Now, granted, he was up a weight, but he didn't. You know, I mean, we got to remember that, like, guys, not everybody's going to all American four times. Oh, uh, I
1: mean, it's a, Michael Jordan did all American. It's a pretty times. huge accomplishment, man. It's yeah. a major achievement. So no, I us, get what you're saying. So
0: for us to, and, 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 it, and it's not a knock on you, but for us to say. We really need Caleb Romero, which I get. Yeah, we would love him. Dude, if the dude qualifies for the NCAA tournament goes one and two, it doesn't mean that he's not going to have a freaking phenomenal career where he's a two-time
1: All-American and a one-time
0: finalist or something like no,
1: that. No, no, that's not what I was implying. My no, thing I was we need him to solidify that weight class for us we need a guy that can battle. I mean, 165 in the Big Ten might be the toughest weight class in the Big Ten.
0: Uh, you remember Tayshan last year when he had that stretch where he didn't win a match for like three months or two months? But he I, didn't how could I forget? Yeah, But he did not
1: lose to anybody that wasn't good except for Hiles. Exactly. I'm just saying we need him to qualify for nationals, get out there, maybe get a couple of wins under his belt. Who knows? Push into the round of 12. I don't know. Right. We just need to see... More than anything, we need to see progression that he can actually compete with these guys on the D one level, right? Especially because you got a guy like Carsler coming in. I mean,
0: you know, these weight classes get a little thick here with right.
1: all these recruits, right? So the other question mark too. Speaking of weight classes, is, is how's Keyshawn Hayes going to handle one fifty seven? I was a little disappointed. Not I good, was hoping brother. he was going to get to wrestle Quentin Hovis. Um, you know, yeah, Hovis didn't wrestle. I don't know if he's not the starter this year or what, but he, instead he wrestled Connor Prince. He won seven to five. It, it was ugly though.
0: I am. Keyshawn Hayes does not look like a 157 pounder. Keyshawn Hayes does you not think? look like a 157 pounder. He is, look, I, I man, Keyshawn Hayes is the shit. Keyshawn Hayes is a bad man, and um, if he was at his natural weight, two weight classes below, <laughs> he 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 he, he poten- We're talking potential finalist, no doubt. I think that I put him up against Ironman if they're at the same weight. He does not like 150. He could Connor Prince, average college wrestler. Hey, that's great because I wasn't average college wrestler, Division One. Keyshawn Hayes had no chance to ride him. Nothing. That's his most important t- position. Keyshawn Hayes scored at the end to win the match. It was tight. I think he's going to struggle mightily at 157. I think it's going to be. He looked tired at the end of the match. And it's not because of his conditioning, it's because he's wrestling dudes that are so much stronger.
1: Right. No, it's 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 gonna be even worse than when we saw Micah Jordan last year at one fifty seven. I think it's gonna yeah,
0: or Keyshawn at forty nine when he was up weight.
1: No, when Keyshawn was at forty nine, I thought he battled well. He competed very well. He went into the Nationals as the four seed.
0: I know, but I still you know? still seem to get a little tired towards the end of matches because
1: and he did, regardless of what the reason was. But when Jordan went up to 57, we saw some of those bigger guys horse him really around. expose his deficiencies even more, and he can get horsed around. You know, think about it. it and it's exactly, you get Jordan back down to 149 this week, and you see it again. Micah Jordan takes shots at an unbelievable pace. Man, he beat the shit out of Jared Prince. And at 57, he struggled to do that because he would get wore down by those guys, and then he couldn't take 15 good shots a match. You get him back down to 149, and look. He shoots he takes shots at an unbelievable pace, almost at the same pace as like a Zahid Valencia. Right. And he gets Just in on constant, the leg so constant, much constant.
0: Michael gets in on the legs so much.
1: Yeah. He gets a finger on the leg. He's sucking that leg in. So I am worried a little bit about
0: Keyshawn at fifty seven. I you know we did see Elijah Cleary this win this, this weekend win uh an open over Zach Carson, who's an NTA qualifier, you know, twelve to five. So not to say that, you know, Elijah Cleary is obviously a, an Ohio State backup, but you know, there's other options. I'm not I'm, and I'm and Keyshawn is what definitely. What open was that? Uh I don't know. It's uh they wrestled. Uh let's let's search that. It's okay. No, I'm I'm just curious. Why don't, why don't you search that while I continue to talk? So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm a little concerned about Keyshawn Hayes at one fifty seven. That's not a natural weight for him. You know, this is the second time he's had to go on and go a non natural weight. This is even more of a non natural weight because he just made the weight to wrestle off Micah at forty nine. Um, I think that he's our best option at one fifty seven. I think that we're gonna see against imagine against like an Alex Pantaleo. Dude's a freaking horse!
1: It's, it's imagine against the. Um, it's gonna get tough for him. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's gonna be tough, and uh, so again goes back to those questions: What's he gonna do at one fifty-seven? Um, we know heavyweights the same as one twenty-five. What's it? You know, what's gonna happen there? Who? Are they what gonna are you start? thinking there? Um, you, you know, honestly, I I said it last time, the last episode. We're gonna see a lot of both of them. I'm not sure who's gonna ultimately end up being the start starter, but either way, I just don't. I don't. Predict a lot from heavyweight this That's year. That's what I was about you to know, ask just just It doesn't, doesn't even matter. It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, I would like to see Chase Singletary being the big time recruit. I'd like to see how he progresses and does against some of this top level D1 heavyweight competition. But right now, Gary Traub's a starter. Yeah. Gary Traub is a
0: starter. I, I think that at the end of the year, Singletary is probably going to be the starter. Um, I think he's the type of guy at this point you're hoping he qualifies for the NCAA tournament.
1: Right. You know which exactly. Is, exactly. Which is not when Ohio State no, was no, you, thinking about that's, when that's they recruited him Fair statement. Um But get to some of the positives. I yeah, mean, look,
0: yeah. We're we're already beating the fuck out like midseason. Beat no, up. we're not
1: beating them up. We're just you know we're, we're we're being real about it. Look, Miles Martin looked <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I thought that my, boy could wrestle. Miles Martin and Micah Jordan looked amazing, and Micah Jordan went up against a very sound opponent in Jordan Prince. Yeah, Prince's or Jared Prince? No, it's Jordan.
0: Is it Jordan? I think it is Jordan. Yeah. It might be Jared. I thought it was Jared, but it's written Jordan on
1: Flo. I think it's Jared. I think they I think they might have missed it. It is Jared Prince. Yeah, it it is is Jared Prince. Flo, get your act together. But um I mean he he manhandled him. Except for the fact that
0: he still couldn't he still struggled to get out on bottom. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus. It took him like a minute and a half to get out.
1: Maybe he was taking a rest from all the shots he was all the takedowns Uh, he was getting. You see him pull that leg
0: in and freaking deck him. Jared Prince is ranked nineteenth in the country, but not only that is Jared Prince, uh, I think he's from Florida, real solid wrestler. Um, qualified I know he's at least qualified once. He's got some really decent yeah. wins. I mean tough kid. No, a tech fall over Jared Prince is a I mean, that's something to be proud of. That's not just like a that's not just a normal tech fall. That's a tech fall over a solid D one wrestler. I mean he tech fall to ranked opponent. There you, go. there you go. I thought Luke Pletcher showed some offense. You know, right. he, did, he did get reversed Or, um, you know, in the match was Look, Luke Pletcher's always going to have close matches just Of weird. course But he had he showed some offense How about um, Joey
1: McKenna? Wrestling in the All-Star yeah. Classic Saturday Or Friday night Making weight Wrestling the match Whipping Cade Brock Whipping Cade Brock Leaving, flying all the way out to Maryland Getting there at 1 in the afternoon Got the weight off Or 1 in the morning I came or whatever it was one, We got there at 1 o'clock According to Tom Ryan's interview 1 p.m., yeah Yeah, 1 p.m. Started working out immediately, got the weight off, made scratch weight again less than 24 hours later, goes out and grinds out a 3-2 to two win over Nick Gill. Got the W. Another tough it. opponent. Nick Gill's a tough opponent too.
0: Yo, Nick Gill's real tough. I think he went 2-2 two and two last year at the NCAA tournament. Multiple-time qualifier. Two-time NCAA qualifier. 2-2 two and two at the NCAA tournament last year. You got to wrestle him early in the season at a, basically a road duel after you just came from Colorado to make weight. You beat him 3-2 without getting a takedown. You put a freaking ride on him. Almost turned him. Look, I, you know, some people are wondering we oh, it was a close match with Nick Gil? Should we be worried? Go, all right. If anybody's wondering that, go back and look at the night before. It's literally three time zone difference, he was three time zones away, and he beat <laughs> Cade Rock eleven to four off of an eye poke and a freaking two and two that it should have happened. It should have really been thirteen to four, thirteen to three. And then he goes out and he beats Nick Gill, a really solid opponent, 3-2 to two the next day, probably on zero
1: hours Nick sleep. Nick Gill forced Prince up to 49 last year. You remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, he he is legit. It's a good win for him. I was – that's Loved impressive. G- that just shows a lot of mental fortitude for somebody to do what McKenna did. And that's what I love to see from one of your senior leaders and somebody – and that that right there more than anything tells me that he is a 1A, 1B, 1C favorite for that 141 weight class. He can win that weight class. You
0: know, the cool thing that we're going to find out about is uh, – who does Ohio State duel? And it's okay if you don't know this answer. Who does Ohio State duel at, the, at their last duel of the season before the Big Tens? Cornell. Core fucking no. That's what's up, baby.
1: Hopefully, everybody wrestles.
0: Well, last year McKenna wrestled against
1: Kevin Jack a week before. No, you're Big right. 10s. No, you're right. And he beat him up. It'll be great to get to see that match. I mean, I hope we get to see it. <laughs> It's a, it's a no win.
0: It's a no lose situation for whoever's ranked below. No, of course not. Of course you go out and get your butt kicked. Who cares? Right. I'm with you, man. Can All we right. Just fast forward to that right now and just skip the rest of the season. Just freaking kidding. This season is going to be fire. I can't wait for Cliff Keen. I can't wait for Midlands. I can't wait for Scuffle. I can't wait for Conference dual season. Man, this is going to be I'm an pumped. awesome. season. You're
1: getting me excited. And, and uh, you know November 24th, fantasy wrestling draft. Ooh. What year? Is this, the eighth? Seventh? Seventh? seventh, seventh, seventh year in a row.
0: Fantasy draft. Yeah, glory hole. I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> all
1: right, that's all we got, man. You got any other words? No, man, it was awesome. Let's get off this thing at a decent time. All right, that's all we got, guys. The Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, don't wind up on your back, bro.